Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Chicken Noodle Scoop. I'm Gabby. And I'm Lexi. And, and we're the Fuller Sisters. Today we have a super exciting episode because we have another pair of sisters on as guests. So we have Scout and Maddie from OK Sis. We're obviously going to go into all of that later, introduce them, talk about everything that they do, their podcast, talk about their sister dynamic and some other family issues. But first, you know the drill. Let's roll the intro music. Orders up. The scoop is hot and ready to be served. Chicken noodle scoop. Okay, so weekly scoop. What's up, Gab? What's your week like? Well, I'm still home. I feel like it's only been a few days since we last recorded. What have I done this past week? So because we had guests, we recorded early on in the week. So I'll give you a quick little catch up of the week and then we'll talk about our future plans for the weekend that would consist in this week. So I finally went home from... So for those that don't know, I'm from Erie, but Lexi lives in Buffalo now. So even though I came home, I went straight to Buffalo so I went, I left on Monday morning, right? I left Monday morning to actually go back home to Erie. Then I spent the day, oh, we redid my entire childhood bedroom. Well, we're in the process of it. My dad randomly on the way home was like, hey, let's like get all new furniture and repaint your room. And I was like, okay, that's fun. Let's do it while I'm home. So we like immediately went to the store, bought some new bedroom furniture. Not that I'm there more than like in total, not even 20 days out of the year I would say like maybe 15 days out of the year I'm even in that room but they're just gonna like revamp it and make it a nice guest room for any anyone else that's coming over but yeah that was what I did that day and then the next day I what did we do yesterday mom we just had a bunch of work stuff to get done I don't know what you did because I don't think you got your work stuff done I don't know what did we do well we hung out at grandma's oh yes I had a stretching zoom call with a team in Costa Rica which was really fun I love doing those. I love getting to meet everyone and just help everyone out. Then we had dinner. Yes, we had Chinese food for lunch with the grandparents. And then we had dinner. Mom cooked some really good chicken. And then that was pretty much it. Then we drove back to Buffalo today because everyone had the day off. And now this weekend, we are, well, Lexi and Sean are coming down Saturday. They got the day off. I talked to Sean finally into asking for the day off and it all worked out someone took a shift so now they're gonna come down saturday i don't really know our plans we want to get like a cabin or something saturday but then sunday we're renting a boat on lake erie and having ourselves a day on the water and i'm so excited okay that was my week so lexi's turn um my week consisted of school i don't even know i (laughs) what did i do this week gabby was here um, so we did a lot of fun TikTok dances. Yeah, you, you did school, but didn't really pay attention to school while I was here. I did when I needed to. Like, I can go back through the lectures later. I built a new end table today. The canvases for our bedroom are coming in tomorrow. So we're starting to pull. The bedroom was like the last room in the whole house that we decorated. So hopefully that will be done That's soon. So that was like the first room that I chose to do. All I do is sleep in it. So for me, it's like I'd rather do the first floor that I see yeah. every day. I don't know. But so yeah, finishing the bedroom decor, um, visiting with the fam. 
And then, yeah, Gabby pretty much summed up the weekend for you. But other than that, nothing I, I, nothing exciting at all. Lots of photo shoots that we did for content and things like that. But now, without further ado, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the episode. We did have to record this one over Zoom, so the audio is going to change a little bit. But we hope that is okay with you guys because we feel like the content is just so funny. Having the two different sister dynamics, even though I feel like we are very similar sister-wise to them. But it's a lot of fun. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. All right. So this week's episode, we have two very exciting guests, another set of sisters on the podcast. We have the two ladies from OK Sis, Scout and Maddie. Hello. hello. So for those of our listeners that may not listen to your podcast or follow your TikToks or Instagrams, can you give us a little info about both of you? Well, if you don't follow my TikTok, like, what are you doing on TikTok is, like, how I like to see it. Also, I was, I just, I just went on TikTok and stalked both of you guys, and um, I just am obviously not doing something right, even though I am slaving over all of these stupid dances, and it's just taking everything out of me, and, but I will never quit. It's the best place ever. Okay, anyways, back to OK Sis. <laughs> I was going to say, if you don't know Maddie from TikTok, like, you're just the population of people in the world. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Oh, can we curse on this? Yes. Okay, you're good. Fuck you, Scout. <laughs> like, you know, I watch her TikToks. I follow her, so they come up on my following, and I see all the dances. So I see them. Honestly, though, I think it's just the algorithm of TikTok. Say, most we- of the time when I try really hard, they go nowhere. And the ones Nothing. that I, like barely try at all, and it's like, oh, this one's getting views. Like, why? It's we just it found impossible. We just found I this like chart that tells you the times to post. So we're gonna try that and see if it helps. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think it does, but. <laughs> My secret TikTok is that I don't do it, <laughs> and I'm like, and it's great for me. There's no pressure. You just watch. <laughs> no, I don't even go on it. Oh, you just don't. <laughs> so you have a lot of free time then, because that's all I do. It is all I do. It is everything. It has consumed my entire life. Like, oi, it is great. It is okay. great. You want to introduce yourself, Mads? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Maddie, and I am half of OK Sense Podcasts. Um, I am the younger sister of Scout here, and we are also sisters IRL doing a podcast, doing the damn thing. Um, And OK Sis is a podcast where we talk about our current fixations every week because we're very phasey people and we're interested in a lot of things. Um, And we also don't think women should be limited to just one singular interest. We think people can have multivarious interests and um and passions. And then we also invite one of our girl crushes on every episode to talk to us about their business, about uh, their content creation, and um, how it was to be an entrepreneur, an influencer, just kind of anyone that we admire, their uh, grit and their work ethic and spice and spunk of life. And um, yeah, it's been, it's I wish everybody could see Scout's facial expressions when Maddie talks. Maddie loves just like spewing together adjectives (laughs) to as long of a sentence as possible. So I was I was trying to come to spunky. That was the that was the (laughs) word spunk. Actually, yes, spunk. And then I said spice, and then it just like didn't feel right. So I kind of like backtracked. But that was um, that was my word vomit of how okay sis is a thing. Okay, and I am Scout. I am the older sister of Mads and of OK Sis. Um, I am the resident old person because I 
am going to be 29 soon, um, which is crazy. And I live in San Diego with two Pomeranians and my husband. And I love Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. That's really all you need to know right there. <laughs> so what made you guys start okay sis and did you work together previously or is this your first business venture together as sisters yeah so it's our first thing together as sisters and i actually started a podcast three years ago because long story short i lived next to a wholesale produce store that had a podcast studio which is really random and they had one spot left and so they i asked if i could hop on and they said yeah and so i had this podcast for a year and it wasn't growing like i wasn't treating it like a business or anything and one july day mads and i were at the ohio valley inn and spa celebrating her birthday and we had just gotten massages and we had drinking a lot of rosé and i said hey i don't have a podcast episode for next week and so we went to the business center which was deserted because no one uses business centers and we recorded it on our phone and we were eating truffle chips the whole time, which made the audio quality quite bad. <laughs> and um, we had so much fun. Like I came alive on the mic. We talked about like pop culture and uh, Bachelor and like all that fun stuff. And so then um, a few weeks later, I just had this inkling that I wanted to do something like that more with Mads. And so I asked her if she wanted to start a podcast with me. I ditched my other podcast. And we launched OKSIS within two weeks of deciding, and we just kind of threw it together and have been doing it for two years now. That's awesome. So how do you think your relationship has changed since before you guys were business partners to now? Has it changed, you know, the dynamic of you guys at all, or how has it been working together? Yeah, I mean, I think... Well, let's not flatter yourselves, gal, but um, definitely the relationship has deepened for sure. And I'm sure you both can attest to this. Um, I, I started, I agreed to come on the podcast and do or do the podcast because I wanted to strengthen um, my relationship with my sister. It's a really amazing and special project to do with your sister. Like how, how often can sisters say that they just chat with one another for a full hour a week. Like, I don't think a right. lot of sisters have that opportunity or have ever made space for that. And this kind of forces you to really connect with your sister and go on this incredible journey with her. So, um, and, but then again, it's, you know, a lot of sisters can't go into business together and it's very, you know, we hear all the time, like, Oh, I, you guys sound like me and my sister, but like, I could never make a podcast with her. I could never go into business. We kill each other. And it was just really serendipitous that both of us actually worked really well together. And it was, a, it was a, a huge risk. Like I, we both had no previous prior experience doing any type of business, uh, venture together and how we work together. Um, and we're actually quite different, but we're still very entrepreneurial, but we're quite different in like the approaches I think that we work, but it, it, it complements one another. And I think, you know, something that I know people say, like, be careful going to business into business with your family, but some, one of the most, uh, you know, rewarding things is that we can kind of like, there's no bullshit with us, right? Like if something's going wrong, I just be like, scout, stop that. And it's done. Whereas if it's a coworker, or if it's a friend, you're like, right. like, how do I not hurt their feelings? How do I not go around them? So that actually uh, minimizes a lot of stress, a lot of time. And it just helps us to be like, let's, let's just cut the bullshit. Let's get progress. Let's move forward. 
So I think that is a really great aspect of working with your sister. Yeah. And it forces us to talk all the time. Like before we would go a week without talking because we don't live in the same city and it's just, I don't know, we would just go that long or like she was in college at times and I was home. Like we've just kind of been, you know, in different cities for the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, so the podcast has given us such a beautiful way to just talk to each other once a day and like not, not once a day, all day. And then also get into these conversations with, you know, other women like you guys and all these other women that we've been able to talk to and then deepen our relationship through other people and their experiences, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's like almost exactly why we started the podcast, because now that she lives down in Florida and I'm up north, it's we talk anyway. So we're like, why not start a podcast? We love listening record, to them right. and just record, record our conversations, conversation. I guess, mm -hmm. and just get to meet a lot of fun people that way. And so one thing, though, that is very different is. I was blessed that she had a following. I didn't have a following, but that kind of helped get our podcast started. You guys kind of started the podcast from the ground up and have able, you've been able to get so many awesome guests. So I just want to ask, you know, a little bit about how that process was and applaud you guys for that. Cause I'm, that's very Aww. impressive. Thanks. I mean, I think, um, although it's obviously nice to have a following that going into a podcast, cause then it automatically um brings an audience to you but i think you know i don't, don't want to deter anyone who's listening from, from thinking that you need a following in order to start a podcast and that like oh shit like where am i going to find these people but it just takes a little more persistence and they they will come to you and they will find you and i think because we didn't have a following we feel more relatable to to some women and yeah. women look at us and they're just like, Oh yeah. Like these are girls who work full-time jobs who um, get to, you know, talk to my girl crushes as well, but it feels like we're on the same like plane, if that, if that makes sense. So, um, and then in terms of just like how we grew it, I but mean, that only goes so far, Mads. Cause I think that like, I think that was the narrative we've always told ourselves, but I think now like, we have an audience of people who know we have an audience. They're being introduced to us as people with an audience now, which is a very strange thing to, like, to think of ourselves as. Right. Um, and then in terms of just like securing, just in terms of like securing big, you know, guests and these amazingly, you know, like these women were so gracious with their time and um, would sit down with us. And, um, you know, I think, it was just getting that first big guest in order to like snowball into all of these other networks. And I think something that really put us, you know, outside uh, or, you know, made us a little special is it's not like a PR stunt. Like we're not like an interviewer or we're asking you like, you know, tell us about your products and blah, blah, blah. Like it's more of a conversation. It's more of a sisterly chat. It feels like you're at a sleepover. It's very silly, but also sophisticated. And that's kind of when I, when we started the podcast, I, that was the vibe and the content I wanted to create. I love, I'm a huge podcast aficionado. I love podcasts. And I, I always have a podcast for a different part of my day and brain, right? So I like listen to the morning toast for my pop culture, but then I listen to the daily for, for understanding the world and then keep it for like a funny take on politics. So it's just like, I understand that podcasts don't have to be this very serious thing. And I think a lot of women, also business leaders, can have different sides to them. And we want that all to come out 
in okay sis like you could laugh but then you can also be telling us about your mental health and a disorder that you live with and then how do you uh make money and generate revenue but then like you're on tiktok and you're being silly you know it's just like we're so multi-dimensional we do not need to be one thing so that's kind of what i was determined to um achieve on the podcast do you have anything to add to that? <laughs> Zoom. Uh, no. We love Zoom recording. I know. Zoom is so annoying. Um, I would just say that I think also when Mads and I went into this, yes, we treated it super seriously, but we also didn't, we also didn't necessarily say what's, what's on brand for us or what is our brand. We allowed it to really develop. So we realized that we get into like this banter around this or around that, and that's kind of what we become known for. And so we really like we led with our personalities first and our relationship first. So a lot of the times when I'm podcasting, which I'm sure you guys know too, is that you feel like you're just, it feels like it's just the four of us right now, just talking, like you don't know other people are listening. And so in that sense, you really get who you are to the core. And I think Mads and I have never, when we're recording, we never really think that there's an audience. So it just comes across as sisters chatting. We were talking about that today because we have so many people in real life that we're like, they're like, oh, I listen to your podcast. And, and it like, shocks me because I'm like, oh, why? Like, <laughs> I'm just talking to my sister on a camera. Like, I don't like, what do you mean? And they're like, oh, yeah, I love the episode. And I'm like, it's like when we record, I don't think about that there's actual people listening to us Especially and people, people that we know. know I'm like, yeah. ooh, what did I say last week? But I, yeah. And that's the beauty of podcasting is that you forget. And so then it comes out the more raw mm -hmm. and beautiful conversations and true conversations i think it's a medium where that doesn't really happen a lot a lot of other identities that we have on the internet are very curated and very manicured and then podcasting is like i'm gonna open book like you know all my secrets like it's just it's very raw well i hired for my company i hired a girl that i met because she listens to okay sis she's like a really big okay sis fan and we'll be in the office and she'll say something about my life. And I'm like, how do you know that? She's like, you said it on the podcast. And I was like, right, probably right. <laughs> I'm a really professional boss. Awesome. <laughs> do you guys have any favorite guests you've had on or anyone that like you reached out and you're like, oh, there's no way they're going to see this or answer. And they did. I think that we, I mean, I would say, I don't like saying my favorite guest, but I say right. the most starstruck that I've been um, was Sivan Ayla, the blogger. And I don't know why it's her, you know, like <laughs> we've seen people from like famous people on reality TV. But when Sivan said yes to coming on the podcast, I've been watched. She's like really the only blogger, her and Lauren Everts that I follow on a day-to-day -day basis. And so I had been watching her since before she got married, like six years ago. And so I watched her grow from like 10K to where she is now, seen her get pregnant and have a baby. And so I just felt like, this is so surreal for me because it's weird when you've been following someone's life behind a screen for so long and then you see them in real life. So that was mm -hmm. my most starstruck moment. Um, but like, I've had incredible breakthrough conversations like Lindsay from Set Active, I felt was a really vulnerable and really raw conversation. So, um, but yeah, starstruck, Sivan Ayla. Yeah, for me, the starstruck was for Heather McMahon. I have been following her for so long and she is just such a delight and the exact same person in real life than she is on Instagram, which was really um, reassuring to know. Um, but also we recently just had the comments by celebs girls and I 
obviously have been listening to their podcast. I've been a big fan of the work that they do. They're, you know, around my age. So I've been as business women, they are just like, I mean, so fucking smart. And it was just amazing to dissect what they've built with comments by celebs. And then um, obviously we love bachelor. So we've had Cassie Randolph on and we did, we had her and her sister for our uh, live show. So that was incredibly like a, a special moment to share with them as the first sisters that we've ever had on the podcast, which was crazy. Um, but yeah, it's just been, it's, you know what I, I love about our guests is that there's such a wide range. Like we just, we can go from like a mental health advocate to like a small, like we had like a toothpaste brand on and then oh, we, you know, that. it's just like, it's everywhere. Like, and I love that. It just, it just proves the fact that women can do fucking anything. Yeah, for sure. While we're on the topic of Bachelor, can you convince this one? She just got out of her long relationship, and I'm like, you're getting at that age. She's 22. I'm like, next year you can be on The Bachelor. She needs to just do it. That's like absolutely not. Much that I look at a 22 year old and they're going on The Bachelor, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. No, it is crazy because we've watched it since season one when we were yeah, like, how saying, young? And I'm like, like oh my gosh, you're at the age where you could actually go on the show now. But, yeah, if you have a following, you'd probably get picked up immediately. That's what I'm go saying. to Matt James. Oh my God. He I know, and it's somebody that's not on the show before. So it's like perfect. new and exciting. It's perfect. <laughs> I'll direct <laughs> like, your oh. video. Do you want me to direct your video? Because I there will. There you go. Absolutely. Write me up a script. <laughs> Let me know what I have to say. Okay. okay. They'll just be your creative directors behind the screen. You'll, the whole season will be scripted before you even get on the show. But if, exactly. if I do this for you, I don't want any of that I can't tell you shit because I signed an NDA. I want to hear the <laughs> yeah, real you need to know stuff. the tea. And you, you need to know that tea. Yeah. I know. I, and I know that people like come out eventually after like their contract's over and try to say stuff, but I wish I knew someone that was on the ends that would like Bill everything. Yeah, that's they're, always, they're always still <laughs> nice. They're always like still nice after their contract ends. I'm like, there's no way. Like, Caitlin Bristow says a lot, but then she's always so like, yeah, I did fall in love. And I'm just like, like Rachel Lindsay. Rachel Lindsay's like always so criti critical of the show and of the structure of the show. And then she's like, yeah, I did fall in love. It actually works. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I, I'm just, I'm like, how? You seem like so level headed. Like, how did you fall for it? And she's like, yeah, they, they manipulate you. And I'm a smart fucking woman. And I got. I know. It's that's crazy. Why I like, I couldn't go on. I cannot see myself going in knowing that he's dating, like, everyone at once. And I'm just supposed to be okay with that and fall in love and act like I'm really going to win this. Like, not yeah. just that. Not just that. You're cut off from the world. Well, yeah. the, that's that what she too. would die. I, she could not be not on Instagram for that long. <laughs> You don't, you can't talk to your friends or your family. So you go insane. And then there's like alcohol and shitty food. <laughs> you go insane. Yeah. I don't think I could do it. I wish I could. I don't think I'm made for that. Uh, well, we'll think of some. There's a lot of dating shows out there. We'll pick one of them and get you on. <laughs> two Hot to Handle, blind. season two. There you go. Too Hot to Handle. I could win that easily. Yeah, so she's like, uh, don't, don't come near me. <laughs> yeah, I could, yeah. Um, okay. So you guys said you are very different, as are we. So what would you say are your biggest similarities and differences, just dynamic? I mean, I know because I listen to OK Sis, I can tell right away, you know, big differences between you. But for those listeners that are just getting to know you guys, what would you say are like the big, the big things that set you two apart? Um, it's so weird because people think we're super different and even Mads thinks we're super different. But I don't 
see it so much, but I can understand why. I don't know. It doesn't like strike me as so different. Mads is obviously a lot more loud and animated than I am. I like to say energetic. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to move away the word from loud to energetic. That's what my therapist says. Okay. <laughs> so we'll go with that. She's energetic. I'm very low energy. Um, I'm probably like the more older, wiser. <laughs> Guard my mother walking through the background looking like that. <laughs> what is she doing? Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Hello. They're saying hi. She, oh my gosh. Sorry on. to interrupt you. Before Hi. Before, before we came on this. I saw you on TikTok. Mom. Yeah. So we just had to do probably an hour and a half of her doing a duet dance TikTok oh that she kept messing up over and over and over again. It was it was like an, it was like an 80s dance with what's her name? Candace Burr. Candace oh Cameron. My God. And she did a duet with it. And it I mean it just took it took a lot. <laughs> we set up a ring light. It was a big production for her to do a TikTok, but when you when you whip out that ring light, anyway. So sorry, uh, Scout. Go ahead. It's so funny because usually it's like me being inter interrupting everybody with like my dogs and stuff, and my 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 family's behaving today, so I'm stoked. Just no, as you just said. someone just dropped something. Okay. Anyways, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I am. I'm more low energy than Mads. I think I'm a little bit, like we say, I'm like the wiser one, right? Than you. I would say that she's also, she's much more spiritual. She lives with bipolar disorder, which is like, you know, a trending topic these days with Kanye West. I would love to get your thoughts on that, <laughs> Scout. Um, but she has, she has a lot of like mental health routines and tips and wisdom to spew out. And I... Like if, um, if I left to my own devices, my my content would be like super depressing and super <laughs> deep and like philosophical and just too much and like esoteric. And then Mads helps liven me up and, and bring me to more like of a joyful state. So in that sense, she really balances me out in that sense. Yeah. And also something that I love in terms of like work ethics is, I mean, both Scott and I, as I mentioned, are very entrepreneurial, but we have different approaches to business and she's very much like I'm gonna jump from this cliff and if there's a parachute it will catch me and it's just like let's go where me I'm very analytical I'm a little more pragmatic I want to plan out but um doing the podcast was completely out of my comfort zone because we launched in two weeks and she was like no no we're doing it we're going done 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 got a logo got the thing uploaded and I was like all right. And so I've kind of slowly adopted that mentality, which I think is a really, really important balance to have. Like, obviously you want to be professional, be prepared and, um, you know, think critically and thoroughly through your decisions. But um, sometimes you just like, you just gotta get shit done and you just gotta go. You just gotta, it, you know, there's this, this phrase that I have, I'm a perfectionist, so it freaks me out, but done, not perfect. Like, just, it's never going to be perfect. Just do it or else you're never going to do it, you know? So I've started to adopt that a little more. Great. I want to hear from your point of view, since you listen to the podcast, how you think we're different. So for me, and I don't know if it's just because I know Scout's older and Maddie's younger, that it always just kind of seems like Scout's kind of the one to not like rein it in, but be like, okay, more of like the 
the organizer of the podcast maybe and Maddie's just like hey I'm just gonna like chat about what I want and this is what I want to do and just more like actually sassy in a way and also like (laughs) I mean energetic for sure but I'm saying it it always seems maybe like scouts the more I don't know like organized and like the grounded like here's yeah it's, so it's funny because Maz is way more organized than me. I don't prep for podcasts. I totally go off the cuff. And Maddie, oh, wow. like, yeah. So it's, it's interesting that you say that. But I think energetically, I'm more like maybe grounding. But Mads is a lot more organized than me. Oh, see, yeah, I would have never guessed that just from listening to the podcast. But That's funny. That's we ask it super well. So. <laughs> have your personalities been that way even like as kids? Like you were always the more energetic one? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I was, I was wild. I was until she was like eight. She I would do what? The house nude. <laughs> well, that doesn't really mean I'm energetic. That just makes me weird. Like, but me like, like when my guy friends would come over, she would just walk around naked. Yeah. <laughs> At what age? You know, like what? literally She's up like eighteen. <laughs> no, it was like seven. I think she stopped at seven. <laughs> I think I stopped at seven. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I just like, I just loved my body from such a young age. I was just like so in tune. And then everyone told me to put on clothes. It's like Adam and Eve. Everyone told me to put on clothes and now we're all like shamed of our bodies. Like, just run around naked. Yeah. But yeah, we've always, she's always been, um, yeah, we've always been like this. I've always been a little bit more of like the introvert, but I think that we picked things up from one another growing up, but yeah, Mads was always the loud, more energetic one, and I was always a little bit quieter. It's so funny because when we were really young, we kind of, I don't know yeah. what age and when it happened, but we kind of flipped completely. Like, when we were young, I would make Gabby, like, order things for me, or if there was somebody bothering me, I would make her go tell them to leave me alone, and then it hit a point where it was like... I mean, it was still young. I don't even know. Yeah, very young, but we just completely flipped. And all of the same teachers that had both of us would be like, your name should have been Gabby because you talk so much. Yeah, and a lot of times I get that. Just like things like that. Just much, polar yeah. opposites. And I'm the kind of person where I need to sit and I need to plan and I stress about everything. And Gabby's like, oh, I'm done. I did it 20 minutes ago. And I'm like, great, awesome. Like homework, yeah. she, would have to, she would get it done in five minutes. It would take me six hours. Just very mm-hmm. different in that sense, but... It's the same way, though, that we balance each other out well. Yeah. Like, exactly like you guys do. And I think you guys need both that energy when you when you start a podcast and when you start a business. Like, there, there is real value in both of those approaches. Um, and helping one another to get to kind of, like, an, an interim is, kind of, is, like, the sweet spot. So one thing that I wasn't sure if we were going to completely dive into it, and if you don't want to talk about it, totally fine. I don't know, you know, how you guys feel about it, but – what age were you and how was it growing up and were you guys closer when your parents got divorced? How was all of that? Um, because that is something that we also went through. And I think it's, I don't know, we've gotten a lot of questions about that. And especially as sisters, what you guys helped each other get through and things like that. What age were you guys when your parents got divorced? We were, you were 12 and 14 or 13 and 15 ish. So we were like young high school, late middle school. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was, it was the end of my senior year of college, and it was Maddie's. I no, know, no. Right? Yeah, it was the end of my senior year of high senior school. Senior of high school. Yeah, high school, high school. <laughs> and it was Maddie's freshman year of high school. Um, so You didn't even get to senior year of college. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I dropped out. Um, I'm a successful businesswoman. I don't need a degree. Um, <laughs> we don't need no degrees. We don't Gabby's need not no even degrees. Degree, so. Yeah, I don't have a degree. Um, so I think it was 
so I, I mean, I don't even know if I've ever told Mads this, but I knew they were getting divorced before Mads knew. So when our parents sat us down and officially told us, um, Maddie really, I think, had a much, she was more angry while I was more sad, I think. And I tried, I remember the night that they told us, I tried to get her to let me into her room so we could be together because I knew that from here on out, like it really was the two of us that would always be together because our parents weren't always going to be together anymore. So I kind of identified that like it's really Mads and me in this, but she wouldn't let me in the room, which I understand. She's a little bit different emotionally. Um, but I think that like for me, um, I had been in therapy since I was 14 at that point because I had mental health issues. And so I had the support system and the space to really deal with it as well as I think my parents told me very specific details that they kept from Maddie, which helped me understand what was going on and also helped me understand that one wasn't like the bad guy and the other wasn't. Like it really was a dance that they did together. And so I was able to, and I also like protected Mads a lot. Like I would tell my mom, please don't say that around my sister. Like, please keep this from her and whatever. And so I was able to deal with it in a different way than Mads, I also got to leave for college. So Mads was really the one that had to go back and forth. And so it's interesting to talk about, people have asked us why, why don't you talk about it on the podcast? And for me, it's just nothing, it's like, I, I mean this from the depths of my heart, there's no shadow left in me with it. Like, it doesn't affect me, it doesn't affect my view on marriage or love or my family, like I'm totally fine. So yeah, but I think Mads had a very different, I mean, it was hard, it was, hell for two years it's total hell um but i think that i had the i had this space with my therapist to deal with it in the moment and so that was really helpful yeah um, um i am the complete opposite of everything that scout has just said <laughs> um so yeah when my parents got divorced i kind of recount it as like it felt like a movie like it felt like something that was happening to me outside of me and I felt like I was reacting the way that like people do in movies and I was like oh I'm supposed to be angry or I'm supposed you know I, I but I actually was very very numb which I'm come to realize you said and you said I'm not gonna be a part of this family and then you ran away <laughs> <laughs> it's probably because I saw that on like a drama yeah. yeah, I thought I was in a movie like and I've said this before I'm like I, I just like was saying things that I thought like people in movies said when people got divorced and so um I actually was not in therapy just because I one they tried to put me in therapy but I, I I really didn't connect with with it and I also had a lot of stigma against uh therapy because I thought it was for people only for people like scout people with mental illness I was like oh no like I don't need that like I'm fine like I'm you know, I'm cool up here. Not true. Um, so I think once I got past the, you know, um, this weird notion that therapy is like only for people that have diseases, um, I was, I was going through something, it was after college and I kept like, I was plagued by this one thought and I won't get into it, but it was, it was really like consuming my life. And so I went to therapy and I was like, I, I just need to change. I need, I don't want to be consumed by this anymore. And, um, through therapy, you know, we talk, obviously you always talk about your childhood, everything is rooted in the childhood and in, and in your parents. So 
obviously we started talking about that and um I was like, yeah, I mean, my mom is obviously with a love of her life now. Like it was all for a reason. We all love each other. We're all fine. We've moved on. She's like, I really don't think you've processed it at all. Like, I think you just jumped forward and numbed yourself through that whole experience and like actually never felt any of it. So the past two years I've been in therapy, this is like the first time that I'm actually confronting those emotions. And I, and it happened to me freshman year of high school. So it's still like almost 10 years or more. Um, yeah, more, at least 10 years ago. So, you know, it's, if I were to give anyone advice, if they're going through this type of trauma, and just so you know, it, it is trauma. Like, I, I don't, I think I didn't realize that when I was going through it, I was like, oh, yeah, like, this is just something that happens. And like, it won't really affect me. Like, it affects every part of my life. And every relationship, every emotional connection I have is rooted back to this incident. And it's traumatic. And you need to process it. And you need to go through it. You can't skip over it. And that's what I did. And I'm, re I'm, I'm reaping the consequences now because I'm having to go through that. So, um, you know, also, it's... Also, I think that like, in a kid's life, there's always that one moment that like wakes them up to the fact that their parents either aren't humans, that they are humans, sorry, that, that like, um, you know, they can't save you, that bad things do happen to you and all that stuff. I went through that because our mom was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis when I was a freshman in high school. So that was like my first thing, if that makes sense. Like I think Mads, I think my mother's diagnosis affects me more today and the way I related to it as a child. Cause I think when you're a freshman in high school and at that age, things are a lot more serious. So I think our mother's diagnosis has always left me more scarred than the divorce. And I think Maddie's, the divorce was Maddie's like my situation when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah we've definitely. had kind of a similar thing because Gabby just started, you know, getting into therapy now, whereas I've gone for years now, um, I didn't go right after the divorce, but I kept telling her, I'm like, just because I go, yes, I go for my anxiety and things like that. Just because you don't have anxiety doesn't mean you can't go. And I always told her it's a gym membership for your mind. Think of it that way. And mm -hmm. like, just go talk. And she finally, I was never like against, she it, was never against it. She was always just like, no, I'm fine. Like, you know, I don't, I don't need it. But I think we also both pushed the divorce, not under the rug in a sense, because I we feel like I was at that age where I was like, I knew it was happening, but 12, I was young it didn't yeah. really like I remember literally I was like oh that means I could sleep in my parents bed every night because only one of them is there <laughs> like I literally not got excited but like I saw yeah. so many positives out of it because I was young whereas I'm like great I have to pack a bag every other day <laughs> yeah. and do that but we also often I think push it under the rug or shrug it off because we are very very lucky in the sense that they get along and there was no like big like one person did this to the other and things like that like they just weren't in love and they, they just they both met their people now and things like that but a lot of people ask us, you know, like, I, why don't you talk about it more? And I think for us, we just feel like we don't have the right to, but in a sense that just that, because we're like, so many people have worse divorces that their parents go through or things going on in their life. And it's, it's not great yeah, because we can talk about it. You know no, what I mean? That's not, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a misconception. And that's also something I've felt, especially with um therapy going to therapy I was like why would I go to therapy like I feel so stupid telling my problems like 
oh, I had, a, I had a fight with my boyfriend. Like, oh, but there's people dying in Africa. Like, okay, of course. Like, but what I've learned is that it's not ever about the, like, those little things. Like, it's not just a fight with the boyfriend. And like, I, I once went on this whole rant about this couch that I was getting and I was anxiety and this, and, but I was like, I didn't even talk about this. I'm so like, it doesn't matter. And she's like, of course it matters because it's something deeper and it's something else. And like, let's get to the root of like, obviously on the surface, it seems like this small issue, but there's obviously something touching on you and you need to be able to listen and navigate your emotional landscape. And so saying, obviously like be respectful of the world and be knowledgeable and, and, and honor your privilege and be grateful and express gratitude. But that doesn't diminish your problems and that doesn't minimize the feelings that you have and the journey that you have to go on to heal them. And I think that was the biggest thing. That's why it, that's why I was kept from therapy for so long. Cause I was like, Oh no, I don't have a mental illness. Like I don't need this. And like, my problems are not big enough to like ever inconvenience someone, but it's like, that's not really the issue. It's this hurt that you have to, um, you have to resolve inside you. Also, I never felt like talking about the divorce so publicly because I just don't feel like it's my story to share. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll never say details of, like, why my parents got right. divorced and how they felt about it and their relationship. Like, I just talk very distinctly from the way I dealt with it and felt because I don't, you know, that's my parents. That's not my story to tell. And so that's, mm-hmm. for me, that's the reason I've never, we. I don't think we've ever, like, really talked about it so much. Yeah. I will say this kind of, I went to therapy mainly right after I just like went through a big breakup. Cause once I was like mm-hmm. outside of the relationship, I realized, oh, like, why am I doing these things? Why am I like thinking these ways in a relationship? And I was kind of doing it in a way of like, like, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with my parents getting a divorce and like the way that impacted me without me knowing it all. So that is one huge reason why I wanted to go to therapy. Cause I was like, I, so many things happen that I've never talked about or like realized that they're affecting. She's very big on keeping everything inside. Whenever something goes wrong, I'm the one like trying to figure out, I show it, I can't hide it. And Gabby just keeps it in. She's very stoic, doesn't show anything. So So that's kind of why, yeah, I was like, okay, I want to talk to this about someone. I want to like figure it out, move past it so I can be better in the future. And yeah, not that I was like broken in any way or that, you know, I needed therapy for, whatever it was more so just like I wanted to have those answers and kind of actually feel it because I feel like I didn't really feel it or have those thoughts when it actually happened yeah and I think therapy is like a self-education like it's not Mm -hmm. really about solving something or like I thought I was going to go there for this one issue that I had and then it would be like oh like oh okay and then a couple years or whatever it'll be solved no it's like a lifelong self-exploration, self-discovery, unpacking past memories and traumas. A breakup is a trauma. I don't know. We just like, I just think that we, we divorce and tra- and, and breakups, like they seem so trivial, not seem so trivial, but they're, they're real common. Seem common. And then you're kind of like, oh yeah, you got divorced. But it's like, it's like a death. Like it's like there, it's a loss and it's mm-hmm. grief and it's very, very heavy. And I, I think I didn't realize that. Like, I think I was like, Oh, everyone gets divorced. Like I shouldn't have to, you know, I, I I'm strong enough to not let it affect me, but that's not really, you know, that's obviously very ignorant. And so I think what I've loved about therapy and what I've learned about it is it's this like uncovering. It's just, just like you learn so much about yourself and you are armored with tools in order to 
combat, you know, future, future struggles, which, you know, I thought I would go to therapy and I'd be like, oh yeah, like I won't have any struggles anymore because I'm in therapy and like everything will be solved. That's not, I mean, hello, I mean, am I not proof of concept of that, that not every year fine and I've been in therapy for like 14 yeah. years? Yeah, she's proof of concept for sure. So it's just like, <laughs> you go, you ha- I think what the biggest thing I've learned from therapy is acceptance. Acceptance of your past, right? And I know it sounds like very cliche, but it's, it is everything. You have to accept that you're going to experience challenge and struggle. You cannot wipe away challenge and struggle. It's how you react to it is what you're going to um, be, be uh, better at with therapy. That's what's going to help you. Glennon Doyle put that into a really good paragraph and I paraphrased her and I said, pain is mandatory, suffering is optional. So mm-hmm. you have to walk through the pain, but you don't have to beat yourself up and suffer through it 10 times more. Like you mm-hmm. just have to walk through the pain. And if you can just yeah. accept that that's your number one goal in this life is to be able to walk through pain to get on the other side, then you show up in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I think another big thing that I always tell people that maybe want to go to therapy, but are a little bit you know, hesitant on it is it just teaches you how to understand your own mind too. Like there's so many times where I'll think something and I'll be like, what the heck? Like, where did this come from? And sitting and talking about it in therapy, she's like, oh no, this is where it comes from. And then how do you want to react to that? And what do you want to do to, you know, maybe accept the thought, accept it, like accept it for what it is and just kind of push it to the side. And Mm -hmm. that's what I always tell people is you don't have to have one direct thing, even if you're just, you know, not understanding certain moods you're in or your day-to-day struggles like that therapy is an awesome option for that too. Okay. So on a little bit of a lighter note now, have you guys seen the TikTok? Well, Maddie, you probably have scout. Have you seen the TikTok where it's like the sister sitting in front and the mom has to point like, which sister is this or which sister is this? Okay. So we're going to play yeah. a little game. You know, and you can't point, obviously no one can see us, which makes it a little bit harder. So I guess we're just have to say that. You can just now. say your names. Yeah. yeah. But so okay. which sister spends the most money? Maddie. 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 I would say definitely. I Maddie. would say Gabby. Yeah. Not by a lot, but more than you. <laughs> Which sister do you think will have kids first? Scout. Scout. Gabby. Um, yeah. I'm even though single, I know, I was going to say, even though I'm in a two and a half year relationship, I still think you will have kids first. I agree. Wow. <laughs> Which sister has the better style? Maddie. Scout. Ooh. I would say Gabby. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm good at putting like, pieces together, but I'm just you lazy. Apply it to yourself. Yeah. Yes. Like I can pick out an outfit for her and she'll look great. But with myself, I just wear the same freaking t-shirts and sweatpants every single day. <laughs> um, which sister is most likely to stand up to a bully for the other one? Scout. Scout. I would say me. I, uh, I would say Lexi. Okay. No, you disagree? So. <laughs> <laughs> I just think Gabby would be too lazy and she'd be no, like, oh, you're fine. No, we would both do it, but I guess you would be more vocal about yeah, it. Yeah, Okay. Um, which sister is most likely to get arrested? Maddie. Maddie. I would, I, say Ga- uh, I would say Gabby. Why do you say me, Mom? She gives into peer pressure more. No, who's the crazier drunk? That's the person so, who's going to get arrested more. Here's I've the thing, Gabby has never been drunk. <laughs> and Good. I keep it that way. Go from completely sober to blackout vomiting. Like there's no there is no drunk for me. So that's just like I just have either a drink or I don't drink because 
it's just there's no in between. So yeah. I mean, I still think you because I think you're. What would I do? Sneakier. What do you think I would get arrested by doing? I don't know. Tax evasion. <laughs> um, which sister's the messier sister? Scout. Scout. Gabby. Me for sure. Yes. Um, and last one, which sister is most likely to flake out on plans? Scout. Probably. I never flake. I oh, see really? people who flake. I don't flake a lot, but like if it's really not in alignment with me that day and I need a break. Like I like it's if it's like it's bad for my mental health to do something right now, then I will flake for sure. But I don't I don't normally do it. But if I'm really like if work is really intense that day and that's my priority, like that'll always be my priority over like a dinner with girlfriends kind of. So um, well, I just I don't I don't overextend myself. I, I think some people yeah scout like we'll plan a dinner every single day of the week. I'm like I'm not seeing anyone this week. Like I'm going home. People. Like. No, I don't, I don't over, I, I only plan things when I know I'll be like in a good energy and like mental space. I would say you're more likely to flake. I agree. Just because I feel guilty. Like, even if yes. I don't want to go, I will you feel will guilty and I will go. force myself. Whereas Gabby's just like, no, I don't really care if that upsets you. I'm not going. Well, cause I, a lot of the time, <laughs> if it's something I know I like really don't want to do. I'm going to be miserable. Or I like know. It's not going to end well anyway. Yeah, so I know. I have that problem. Not do it then. Yeah, I feel like even if you really don't want to, you force yourself to go and then it's like you regret it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's something I need to work on for sure. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, we are so excited to have you guys on the podcast. And thank you again for coming on. I did want to say I have in question marks and at the bottom Vanderpump Rules. I did not watch that show until I heard you guys talk about it with Lauren on her podcast. And I started it and binged the entire thing, like all the way through, had to get it on the Bravo app because it was not on Hulu, like start to finish. You guys are the reason I watch Vanderpump Rules, and I'm now addicted. So thank you for that. Wow! And <laughs> I stopped in season two. It has that's see that's her, but I'm like, you have to keep going. There's so much crazy stuff that happens, and it's crazy to think it's real people's lives. And <laughs> that it is like blown up in flames now. Like I know. I don't, so I what don't are you, you going to watch? I I don't think it's gonna it's gonna keep going. Like I, I think, think they're gonna stop. cancel it. No, I think they'll try. They'll try for a season. They, what they'll do is they'll get, um, they'll hire more diversity and more black cast mes- members because Lisa Vanderpump uh, is, is assuring everyone. She's like, oh, I have a ton of black employees. They just don't want to be on camera. I'm like, okay, show them. Hello. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And so unless they change up the casting, like, it's yeah. done. It, it is they done. Will. They'll change up but- the casting and... and- hope you know they'll they'll do something they're but, not yes i'm glad that i'm glad you got on the pump rules bandwagon it is quite the ride it is fun yeah it is i've tried to get her into it but she's just like i can't and keep I everybody watch. straight and yeah, you can't because they all crazy. just sleep together so but oh my okay so thank you guys again give yourselves a little shout out on all of your different ventures tiktok included maddie put it in there okay um we're speaking to a Gen Z audience right now. Um, I would like to be invited into the Gen Z market. Um, I'm a millennial trying to do all the TikTok things. And I'm, you know, putting in like way too much effort for very little uh, return on investment. So everyone, please go follow me on TikTok at Maddie Mayo, M-A-D-Y-M-A-I-O. I swear you'll laugh. Like I'm silly. Like it's fun. Okay. 
And then um, Instagram is at Maddie Mayo as well. And then our, obviously, at a podcast at OKSIS Podcast on Instagram. We're turning out premium content over there. And then if you want to listen to the pod, just go search us anywhere podcasts are found um, at OKSIS Podcast. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Yeah, and you can find me on Instagram at Scout Sobel if I don't know what you want. If it's not TikTok, you can find me. I write poetic ramblings about. She has great captions that are very inspirational. Yeah, Scout is a caption. She's like she's like the influencer that like writes long captions. Like you know that one. Yeah, that's Scout. <laughs> yeah, but they're inspirational and poetic, and they make you feel good about your life. They fill your soul they're up. Beautiful. With love. So you need more of that soul. on social media. Absolutely. Yeah. If you need more soul love, if you need to be grateful for the little things in your life, you can come to my Instagram at Scott Sobel. But really, we just want you to listen to the podcast. Yeah. So do that. And it's great. We'll have everything linked down below. Also, this just popped in my head. I can edit out of the episode if you wish. Scout, can you not drive across country lines for the dentist? I also heard that the other day. And I'm in dental school and I heard that and I'm like, Scout, I will fly and do anything you need with your teeth because it stresses me out to think that that is what you have to do oh my god that's so funny so jewish yeah so do you know the story about why i go to tj no okay so i was under my dad's payroll still meaning he still supported my lifestyle and i didn't have dental insurance i just had regular health insurance and my teeth are fucked like i get cavities left and right like my whole life i've always had a million cavities like i'm not it's disgusting it's really gross Well, I don't know. It's just genetics. So I went to the dentist because I was like, you know what? I haven't been like, I need to get a routine checkup, whatever. So I went and they're like, you have 10 cavities and you need your wisdom teeth out and all this shit. And they're like, it's going to be 13 grand. So I called my dad and I was like, dad, my dental bill is 13 grand. And he literally word for word said, fuck that. I'm taking you to Tijuana. So he picked me up the next week and we drove down to TJ. There's a parking lot right by the border and then you walk across the border and then you get into a cab and the cab takes you to the dentist. And we're then we're the Millers. That's what I'm picturing in my head. It is like we're the Millers. Yeah. And then we get uh, Huevos Rancheros from the taco stand across the street first. And then we go in for our dental cleaning. My dad gets his done. I get my done. Sometimes his friend joins us to get his stuff done. And then after that, we have lunch at the taco stand and we get tacos. And then we get into a cab and then we drive back to the border and we walk across the border. I mean, you might want to And how much it costs? It costs like one grand. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. A cavity is 60 bucks. That's so great. I mean, dentistry is very overpriced. I will say that for sure. But I heard that and I could not stop thinking about it. An x-ray is $40. They pulled one of my wisdom teeth. Just They just pulled it. They just said it's out. And that was it. <laughs> that is amazing. So okay, after well, COVID, I have to go back. But I mean, if you want to fly out here and do it for free, I'm not going to stop you. Like, <laughs> I heard that and my heart sunk. I'm like, she does not. She did not do that. Our whole family as long as you're getting quality dental work, I mean, why not? Our whole family does it. Our uncle's been going to that place for like 10 years. That is so funny. That's funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Don't you dare. You're lucky we're done anyways. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. I'm glad we finally got this set up and it was a blast. The first sisters that we've had on here and I'm so excited. I hope all of our listeners pop over there and listen as well since they obviously like the sister content. So Yay. thank um, you guys for having us. 
Okay, so that was the recording with Maddie and Scout from OK Sis. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We felt like we covered a re- like wide range of topics, working with sisters, just getting to know them, um, even things as far as divorce, mental health, therapy, things like that. It was definitely a more mature talk of an episode, which are some of our favorites when we can actually talk about real life things and help you guys out a little bit. But we want to thank Scout and Maddie again for coming on the podcast. Make sure you guys check out all of their stuff, their individual Instagrams and social medias, as well as their podcast and their podcast Instagram. And as usual, we will have everything down in the description box below for you guys. And we are so grateful for you to listen. Follow the podcast Instagram, chicken noodle underscore scoop. And with that being said, we'll see you next week on Chicken Chicken Noodle Noodle Scoop. Scoop. See ya.